We are the certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I am Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. <laughs> and I'm Sky. So now since we haven't done it in a while, let's talk about what we're watching. Anyone can go first. We don't have to do age order next time. I, I, I've been like real sick, so I have not actually been watching too much. I have been keeping up with It's Okay to Not Be Okay, because that mm. show is m-m-m-m-mint. Oh, oh. So good. It is on track also, to be top for me. I've also been re-watching because, you know, when you're sick, you just like watching stuff that you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me. Um, I've been re-watching My Shy Boss, and I remember thinking it wasn't very good the first time I watched it, but maybe it's like my sick brain because it's not that bad. It's not as bad <laughs> as I remember. Like, Did you I watch really it anew? It. Did you watch it while it was airing? Yeah, it could be maybe one of those that's bingeable like things. a bingeable. Mm-hmm. Mm. It just anyway, um, released on Netflix. Yeah, it was like, it, there's like a bunch of ones that I'd already seen that are, they just like added a whole bunch mm. onto Netflix. So that was one of them. And I'm like, oh, I'll just watch this. It's really not as bad as like. No, it's a pretty uh, interesting story. Yeah. I, it's like, it was weird watching it while it aired because mm. after, was it the second or the fourth episode, they completely reworked a bunch of mm. the like yeah. what they were doing because people were so offended by like this is like a horror genre and this is a like but they it, didn't understand what was going on with yeah, it. Yeah, they didn't understand so. the like they didn't understand the joke that everyone's scared of this extremely harmless man because he's yeah. socially anxious so he's always like hiding his face and like never talking to people except like through terse notes. Anyway, it's a show with like a with no tonal structure whatsoever but (laughs) overall it's like it's an enjoyable dumb ride like you just i've Mm. seen way worse let's just say that (laughs) Uh, and then um i've also been i was when i was in um quebec in my sojourn in quarantine (laughs) at my co-workers i had stopped watching um my little old boy and delicious rendezvous because she always wanted to spend time with me because she loves me so much so I just <laughs> didn't have time um she like wants me to move back she's like I miss you come back and I'm like I'm not moving in with you like, no. <laughs> uh, so I've been also catching up on delicious rendezvous and uh, my little old boy I've still got like like still got a while I missed missed a couple months worth there so yeah, that's what I've been listening to. What am I listening to? I'm so <laughs> That's what I've been watching. <laughs> watching. And listening. You were listening and as listening. you were watching. Yeah. Right? <laughs> watching sure, involves sure. listening with my ears and, yeah. and my face. I can go ahead and go. Sky, by the way, podcast, you know, you can't see us. <laughs> and you might not know my voice that well yet. Um, maybe. Maybe. Maybe you do know my voice. If you do, I'm, like, way impressed. So I started Into the Ring this past week. I'm watching it for the actors, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, that that's often what gets me. So the actor and actress that are in it, I i wanted to see what they would do with those roles. Um, and I'm enjoying it for that reason. The topic is, like, kind of like local politics, which is definitely, you know, kind of like lawyers. Not really why I would pick to watch a show. <laughs> but... It actually reminded me of um, the movie we watched with the 
like the public servant guy and then the lady would come in and complain like do all the complaints oh uh, i can speak okay and i, I can talk. so it reminds yeah. me of i can speak because the lead female character files a lot of complaints like her hobby is filing a ton of complaints so and then he's the public service worker that was answering all of the complaints so it, it reminded me of that a lot that back and forth he's way less polite than that guy but whatever um <laughs> i'm finding i'm finding the actors really enjoyable I, i'll keep watching it because i do like the banter and i don't think this is a spoiler Close your ears if you're really concerned. Only I really been don't out like two episodes, right? Or one episode? Yeah. It shows that they were childhood friends. What? Like, Shocker. Right. <laughs> but it wasn't, they didn't a do new... it in a, they didn't really do it in a like, we're destined type of way. They were friends. Really, it was more of like, it, it really sold the friendship aspect uh, more. Hmm. What, what a new groundbreaking plot. Now, as far as, can you totally see that these characters are probably going to be romantically entangled later? More than likely. (laughs) What? These are so shocking tropes. (laughs) The friendship aspect, it was like childhood friends leaning heavily on the friend. Not like, we saw each other when we were children and now I'm in love with you. Like, I don't think they even had crushes on each other when they were kids is what it kind of looked like. They were just friends. I thought that was cute, but in a different way than the typical childhood destiny thing yeah but yeah I, you I, have to tell me how well it goes because uh she from dreamcatcher is the ost oh it's, i think it's the ending ost i mean no it's her first ost so i'm very excited i'm like i'm a very proud older sister to her i'm like oh you got it <laughs> i think it's been enjoyable so far so for instance the female lead character she um she eventually turns to politics for various reasons And, you know, she doesn't really have, she's not that she's popular, you know, she's going up against these, like, popular politician types, but she only has, like, pretty much her two friends from either high school or college. One of them runs a really cool, they're always, her camp ends up being in this, like, really cool bookstore, I would say it's a bookstore, or it might be, like, a book rental store, Um, and then her friend that was, like, a valedictorian, and she's, like, a mom now, but... So it's just, like, her two friends back her up to be, like, try to campaign against these, like, popular people and stuff. And, of of course, she's the underdog, and it's kind of funny. Side note, which is really hilarious. So they show, like, the top five candidates for this position. And the third or fourth one is, like, a monk, a Hindu-type monk. His name is Chanwu, which I just thought was really hilarious. (laughs) So every time that character pops up, which is rare, I'm like... Ah, his name is really funny. Um, so that's that. I recommend it. Like, it's enjoyable so far. That's probably why I'll keep watching it. Mm. I'm not watching for the politics. I'm watching for just the interaction with the characters, really. Um, okay. it's okay to not be okay. We already talked about that. Loving it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I do think, and I don't typically say this, but I'm just gonna say this because of the content that the show is handling. I hope that it continues to do well. Yes. I foresee that mm-hmm. it probably will. They've handled things very well so far. I don't see any reason why they will biff it. I don't think they will. But because the con, you know, all of the things that they are covering, which is a lot of stuff, it's not just like mm-hmm. one aspect of mental health. It's just so many, so many things. They've handled everything really lightly, or when it's not lightly, like they, I don't know, they've been doing it really well. And so I think that's mm-hmm. great. Hope that they continue to do so. 
So, like, you know, it's it's on a track to be one of my favorites as well. I'm just, I'm not concerned because I don't really hand ring ahead of time with that type of thing. Yeah. I, I typically trust showrunners because quite often, I don't know, I've had a lot of trust paid back on the shows that I like. Like, yeah, usually so. that, you know, there's been a lot of good landings the past few years. So I'm yeah. going to just put my put my money that it will be good. So, but, but content, maybe if because it is sensitive, that's yeah, it, it's a little yeah. extra risk than the typical show, in my opinion. I would say maybe if if mental health is potentially a trigger for you, like poorly handled mental health, whatever, maybe hold off and wait until it's all done. And somebody says to you, yeah, it's all good. They mm-hmm. stay good. They they stick the landing and then you can, you know, jump in. But if you're if you're concerned, then, also, then you can wait. That but because like, I wish that I could binge this show I and I can't. <laughs> it's so hard. It's so hard, like, being like, oh, I, like, it's so hard waiting to do this two episode, but I know my reward is two hours of this show and, like, not, like, waiting, but it's so hard. After that second episode, I'm just like, I just want more. (laughs) I didn't start it until it had been on for two weekends already because oh. I just didn't have the time. So I went up to the trailer with my kid and it was just the two of us. And like, I watched all four episodes in like one night. Cause I was like, Oh, this is so now good. You've been spoiled in that. Like, Dang it. <laughs> Such a pain. So I, and I think it's, I think that show would be appealing to a lot of people as well mm-hmm. because of the it's way so the story pretty. is told. I think it's yeah, it's pretty slick. Like it's very pretty. It, it'll, it'll be, it would be a nice one. Can you imagine that being your first K drama? I don't it think would, it should be. No. <laughs> it's just like it would be rough. It's like start, people who are uh, goblin yeah, with their first up. drama. And it's like when people like <laughs> goblin with their first, and they're like, they, and then they try to like start catching up on old classics, and they're like, what? And they're like. <laughs> They don't all look oh, like gotta, this. Oh, like, start high, start is, low. You gotta start closer to the ground. You know, <laughs> just learn the roots. <laughs> you, can't, you can't start amazing and then, you know, then you, travel You have back. to go through either Boys Over Flowers or something similar before you yeah. get even closer. You need to, like, know, like, what other people had to get through to, to, to be in like, this to era. Truly, to truly be a fan, you need to pay your dues by watching garbage. For the record, we don't actually believe that. Like, no. no. We just, we, we, we all did. Funny, so. well, <laughs> but we, let's, let's say this, we also believe that, like, you could watch uh, it's okay, and then watch something from like 2008 and absolutely love it. Like, yeah, I yeah. think you should like actually try things like before just writing them off because everybody else has written them off. Right, I agree, totally agree. So another one I'm watching is Lost Romance. Is Marcus Chang? So like, you gotta. That's the way it works. Really? I don't um, that. I it drags. A bit. <laughs> for me. I'm not going <laughs> Yeah, darn it. And there's like, when I say problematic, problematic is too strong of a word, probably. It's the typical 
the girl peeks at the guy, and it's okay for the girl to peek at the guy, but of course, if you think, like, if the gender was flipped, that would be, like, way not okay type thing. Like, those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. To where... Does that, like, hyper bother me? No, but... I was, I've been in a very serious mindset for, like, a few weeks, and so when I watch a very silly show, yeah. like, then it's like, you, you start seeing the cracks, kind of, a little bit. Yeah. So it's definitely not like a... The pinnacle of drama dumb necessarily, but it's enjoyable because it there's kind of two worlds. There's a fictional world and the real world, and of course I like that type of thing, so that's fun. It's enjoyable. You kind of have to just take it for what it is, type thing. It's well done, I think. I think the acting is pretty good. Sorry if I burst anybody's bubble about saying it wasn't awesome, but. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I think you know what? You're allowed to have your opinion, and as I long do. as you don't tear down people because they like it, then that's cool. I do wonder if it would be a better binge. I do wonder that. But... I'm kind of thinking that, too. I'm leaning towards that, and we, like, talked ourselves into watching it. We, really tried. we tried to, Jessica and I tried to not watch it. <laughs> but then it's, like, it's once a week. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. And who doesn't mm. want to see Marcus once a week, right? So, yeah. true. True. Yeah. When you're right, you're right. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. When it's feeling draggy, I'm like, I don't know. Would it still feel draggy in a binge? I'm not sure. It's hard to say. Unsure. Also, just because of the structure of the story, I think here in the next few episodes, I'm going to start enjoying it more. The characters had to find their footing and get to know each other and all those things. And so you kind of have to stumble through that for a while. So, I don't know. Yeah. We've I'll, got some time. Like, it's like 20 episodes, so. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 20 weeks. Why did we do that to ourselves? Oh, Taiwanese dramas. <laughs> I know. I know. They get you every time. It's a long time. It's a long time. So in random web dramas that I decided to pick up, I, I picked this up because there is a kid kid he's probably not that much younger than me really uh, maybe maybe uh my boss is a million youtuber is the name of the web drama the person i'm talking about is from k tigers and he he was also on mr trot stuff and so he got very very popular so he ended up landing this role on this web drama the web drama also includes like a handful of other well-known korean youtube celebrities i believe uh based on some of the behind the scenes stuff i watched um it's all on youtube it's english subbed you can watch it it's kind of weird but whatever it's kind of a corporate drama and for some reason all the you and within the show all the youtube stars aren't themselves but they're still like youtube stars so like a dude that i think usually does like food shows in real life i think in the show like he's all about fighting so i mean like, none of it's casted to fit their actual personalities. It's very odd. And they don't know why they were even, like, hired by this corporation. And they don't even know what to do. So then they just up and decide to, like, try to sell the products. It's obvious it's supposed to be Samsung, but they call it Samsung. And so... <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. I've watched six episodes of it. Still have no idea. <laughs> Did I have fun laughing at it? Yeah, so... You know, they're short. It's whatever. Um, it's also fun. It's fun. Yeah, and it's fun sure. to watch 
the person I'm watching it for because I mean he's this taekwondo athlete and then also trot singer guy and so then he's playing this like nerdy person and even behind mm-hmm. the scenes he's like he's like he's a very confident person so him having a role like that he's like I really don't know how to act like this so it's going to be really interesting to try and mm-hmm. so watching him been kind of fun but it's obvious like he might be kind of like the spy behind the scenes or what so like (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm keeping up with master in the house which i find really fun uh this past time they went to a kako m games place and so they've been doing they talked to the ceo and learn all this stuff that was last week this week it was they went to a place the ceo asset management so like stocks and stuff so this guy is like the warren buffett of korea and he's trying to tell them how to become wealthy <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much talking all of the the uh you know crew cast all the cast into mm-hmm. like have you thought about your retirement and literally all of them are like no he's like <laughs> no and of course like look was like i've never even considered something like that <laughs> like yeah, your brain just got broken, kid. You need to think about retirement. <laughs> but I, I was amazed that, like, Sung Yi hadn't considered retirement. I'm like, dude, come on. You're old enough to think about it. Anyway. Maybe he doesn't have to think about it, and actually his accountant is doing it for him. He's just not aware. Because <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of it was about, like, investment and stuff, and how none of them thought investment was good, except for this guy was like, hey, it's actually good. But what was cute was halfway through the show, they brought in kids to, to like, teach financial literacy to these kids through games and stuff, which was, like, super cute because they held, like, a flea market and made their own stuff. And so all the adults would be helping them. And uh, so, like, one of the kids, but they're all, like, little stars. So one of them was a trot singer kid. It's, like, this really trot singer kid. He's hilarious. And then you have a child actress who she was the princess and the last empress with Shinsun Rock. And so she calls him dad and they get paired up to like do stuff together the entire time. And they're so cute. And then a couple of parents come in with their kids. And so one of them, she's the parent. I I'm not familiar with her, but I think she was an actress because of the way everyone knew her and stuff. But she's actually written a book about financial stuff before, and so she's been teaching her daughter all these things. But her daughter at one point is like, yeah, my mom does buy designer clothes. Like, you know, airing your business. It was so funny. So watching the kids was just really fun, and especially the Shinsun Rock you know, and little actress person. It was really cute because her talent, she would act a couple of scenes. That's what she did. And and then the little trot boy, he would sing trot songs and stuff. It was really adorable. We'll say one thing in case anyone goes and watches this specific episode and then gets on to me for not mentioning it. I haven't ever experienced with Master in the House in the past some weird statements about other races or anything, but they did early on when they were talking about investments and money, they did start talking about Jewish people a little bit when they were talking about successful Mm -hmm. American people. It didn't get like really, really horrific, but you know, when you stereotype, there were some stereotypes going on. They weren't, they weren't trying to be malicious at all. And it wasn't about appearance or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but it was about how the CEO assumed 
Jewish people were raised like with financial literacy or something, which in my opinion, like, oh. of course, how would he know he's not Jewish? You know, like something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they went a little far with that as far as a lot of assumptions. And then then you get some patriotism in there like, well, we Koreans are smarter than them. Like that type of a statement. Yeah. I was uncomfortable with all of that. It was something that I thought was a red flag that I had not experienced mm. on that show before. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just saying, if you go watch, if you go watch for cute kids and you run into that, that did occur. And that's, you know, I, of course, they shouldn't have done that, but it exists. It definitely reminds you how we all need to be culturally sensitive to each other. It definitely reminds you of that. Or just always be checking yourselves. We're always going to fail, you know? Mm -hmm. That was it for my watching list. Sorry to end on that note. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. So I'm actually watching kind of a lot of stuff because I decided to do some projects and they're translating into a bunch of stuff. I did remember, I don't know how I remembered, I finished two shows recently. Um, I finished Triad Princess finally. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I had like the last three episodes, you know, it was fine, except Mm -hmm. short and crammed and there are things that I would wish that could happen more that like, are we going to get it? It was already slim beforehand, and now look at us in, yeah. in these times. So right. that's, like, the yeah. kind of worst part about it. But it was fine. It's a cute little drama. Like, it's good. Mm-hmm. And then I also watched uh, Where Your Eyes Linger, the web drama, the mm-hmm. BL web drama. Um, mm-hmm. This is, like, I, I bring this up because we were talking about, like, an example of a really good web drama, XX. And this is an example of, like, what could be a really well done web drama but doesn't actually work because it's really great as a first episode to a series but when it's a series completed series it doesn't and it's actually kind of like sad because I think everybody did well and the like writing within was really good Mm. it's just the the pacing and what they try to do in such short times and it really like even if they had given each episode like 20 epi- or 20 minutes would have done such good things to it and so it's kind of sad that like mm. it did that because I did I do think everyone in the cast did really well and so it's kind of one of those things you're like uh I'm sad because this does like it deserved a little bit more yeah. and a little bit more thought in that that you're writing for a web drama a small web drama as opposed to just trying to fit your story into that length. So, Mm -hmm. but it is short and it is there. And I think that like people actually should watch it because then it shows that there is a demand for it, which then can create change for more BL Korean dramas, which is essentially Mm -hmm. what you want. Uh, Also the the two leads were really great too. They were great. And I want to see more of them. Like, they were really really good together. It's good, but it, it did suffer from being, the length that it is. Um, we're talking about Lost in Romance. I'm also watching that. I might drop it because it's not. It's Marcus Chang, but it's a like a rom com. It's not like a Mok Jongi like Taiwan mm. show like mm. some of the others mm-hmm. that I've been to. Like you know, like kind of the like stereotypical more soapy shows, which I found I really love for Taiwanese shows. It's like, eh, do I really want this? Because a, a lot of the humor is not like for me, and and I think um, that's it's the humor. The humor is not landing for me quite right. Is part think, of it. Yeah, it, it's like people are doing well, but it's like 
too humorous for some of like the kind of like wants of like the tension involved in the like family politics side of it and it's and like it has this kind of like cute underlying story about the like you know she works as like an editor and like there's you know the book angle but I think everybody's doing well I just for me personally that type of drama is not really my type of drama so it is only one episode a week but like do I want to (laughs) spend that hour you know right Right. That's also the thing. The thing that keeps me in it more than Marcus is because she keeps on talking about like the the genres of story and mm-hmm. books and stuff. But like really that narratively it doesn't even matter. She just brings it up a few times. So like yeah. it really doesn't sell it hard enough. And I like mm. her and her coworker, her yes. friend coworker too. Yeah. Like that's a cute story. And like I think like there are cute aspects to it, but right. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not um, behind your smile. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say that. Right. <laughs> and then, of course, we talked about it's okay to not be okay, which is, if all goes well, it could be my, like, favorite drama of the year. I just, uh, I love everything about it. And I love the, like, horror paranormal aspects they're giving to it mm-hmm. in the storybook. Like, oh. everything, every single bit of this show is, like, everything I love. The editing, the acting, the like writing, the costume look of it, the costumes, like it just everything, the amount of like comedy and how it's done is I just I can't get over like how every bit of it is something I love. Um Did, so. had you seen that you can buy the books? Her <gasps> books. I you didn't know buy them. They're selling her books. The zombie kid I and thought. the yeah. I and didn't the other one, know this. <laughs> the kid who eats dreams or whatever, the boy who eats dreams. I was thinking you about can buy those ones online. I can't because... remember. I'll see if I can <sighs> okay. find those seats again. But yeah, it, you can buy them. Oh, They're no. books. That you <laughs> because can buy. Like, 100%, I would be the target kid for those books. Like, oh, yeah. that's me. Like, that, her books would speak to me as a child. <laughs> like, right? that's like perfect i just oh i love it so much it just makes me happy every week i'm like yes i'm gonna watch this so i said i'm doing two projects one of them is like the self project that i did i transferred like readathon type things into a drama thon <laughs> essentially which if you've never done a readathon like the biggest thing about a readathon is got a like an overarching like thing and like you have things that you have to accomplish to pick your the books that you are going to read and so it kind of just translated to your dramas and it decided to do 2 p.m dramas nice. which means that i'm watching a lot of 2 p.m dramas because the one of the big things is that i have to watch a drama for each member that actually has one because Junike doesn't have one that like it's like a main character drama which means that um jesse's watching dream high <laughs> um but total wine delivers and so i have wine and that's really that's all getting like me by i love tech and i love wuyang so much but it's real hard and it's real hard actually having trained since like middle school as a singer to watch that show um, because Susie's character would never have been uh, immediately. I'm, I'm spoiling the first episode, but whatever. Um, her character would not have been kicked out of that school, like out of that audition, especially when you showed me two other people who were terrible singers that got in. So whatever. It's, it's hard. <laughs> 
I'm just like hoping for like people in the background, like JYP trainees in the background, like that I can see. I don't remember if Young K is in Dream High One or if it's just Dream High Two, because I know he's like a backup dancer or something. So mm-hmm. I'm just like hoping for the like those things. And like I do like a lot of JYP's performers and you know groups, especially at that time. And that's fun. It's, you know, it's a show. It's a show, guys. (laughs) It exists. (laughs) It exists, and uh, we're getting through it. And once we get through this, like, hump, it will be, you know, okay. But (laughs) then the other uh, drama that I started, because it's a... It's a C-drama, so I have 35 episodes of it, so I had to start now because I've only got a month to accomplish these things, <laughs> is uh, Shall We Fall in Love? And it has Nikun in it. Um, it also has Faye from Miss A, who I love Miss A. or like I love Miss A, but I love Faye so much. I don't think I've like actually expressed how much I love Faye. So every single time she comes on screen, I'm like, oh, it's Faye. <laughs> like, she literally like makes me gasp. She's so pretty. She's so great. I don't necessarily like the show, but I have 35 episodes of it. <laughs> um, so it's really great. We're in a really great time of watching Shall We Fall in Love and Dream High at the same time. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but like, no wonder. wonder. No wonder you're wanting to drop Lost Romance, because, like, if you combine all these things that you're not really enjoying... Yeah. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. I, and I'm not the type of person who likes to, like, push through on dramas, and once I know I don't like a drama, I don't like a drama. But I will say that Shall We Fall in Love is not terrible for people who like that type of drama. It's like a rom com type drama, um, but it's more like... Nikun's character is the comedy aspect of the show. Um, I do really like the female lead. I think she's, like, really sweet and nice. And, like, I think Faye's doing really well in it. And I think, especially now, like, where I am at, I don't know if it goes crazy because I've still got, you know, it's 35 episodes long. Um, But her character is the main character of the thing. Like, she's the second female lead. Mm. However, it's done in a way that she's just girl who's rich and slightly spoiled and has gotten her way in life and that's the, that's her meanness in it because mm. she's dating the the um female lead's old boyfriend is the connection that guy is also friends with nikun from school or whatever she's not super malicious it's just her upbringing and like a lot of the times you're just like this is not a terrible person and i just I really respect that the show is doing that right now because they're not making someone who actually seems to be undiagnosed mentally unstable. They're making someone like kind of like a, a real, you know, terror you would have in your life. Mm. So that, that's, that aspect of it's been really good. And if you like kind of fun rom com ties up, I think you would actually really like Shall We Fall in Love? And the episodes are only 45 minutes long, so, you know, with, like, five minutes of it being the intro and the outro, it really, like, helps. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh It sounds like a Sky show. Yeah, actually, you might really like it. Like, (laughs) his character really is, because he's kind of, like, the dumb, uh, very uh, optimistic, um, like, fun, like, he's the one who's always trying to make people laugh and, like... He just isn't aware of things. He's not terrible. I would recommend it to other people. It's just a, not a Jesse show. So, which yep. is not a bad thing. Like, 
You'll have our but, shows. But once you know it's not a Jesse show, it's like, this is not a Jesse show for a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah. Lot of, yeah. yeah. But you know what? I love them so much, and we'll get through these. We will just power through, and then we can like actually go to my other picks, because uh, some of my other picks are actually shows that I had like stopped watching because of the timing. So I'm like excited to get back right. to them. We just got to get nice. through this hump. I'm in the middle of a readathon, and one of the prompts I couldn't find the book for, so I just used a drama. And I'm watching Hometown Legends, which is I'm watching the 2008 season. Um, it's like a episodic show. It's not really a drama. The reason I picked it was because the prompt was that I needed to read a book based on Korean mythology. I don't have anything that I could substitute without like finding ebook or buying it. I just didn't want to deal with that. But it's like really cool because the episodes are done like they based on one thing, but it's like Twilight Zone, but Korean. Oh, uh, so the first episode was the Gumiha episode and it had um, Park Min Young, and uh, at least I'm thinking it's him. It, it's pretty old, like so, like it's like Young him um, from Last Empress, the not Sung Jin Rock's character, but, you know, the other guy. Okay. He spends also, like, half the episode Choi, in... Choi Jin Hyuk. Yeah. In the, the veil things, because of his uh, his title. But it was great. It was fun. It was, like, a little creepy show, and I'm like, this is Jesse show, so... <laughs> Yay for a Jesse show! Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> so that was my shining hope on, like, the shows picked because of outside reasons. So... Uh, for me, it's trailer season again, and and up here in Canada, we have far fewer COVIDs and things, so, like, the government has said we can, if you have a seasonal trailer, you can go hang out at it, but you're still not supposed to, like, have friends over and whatever, so... For a change of scenery, sometimes I take the kid and head up there for a night just so that I can be not here anymore. Um, so... I'm doing a lot of Netflix that is downloadable because I don't have Wi-Fi at the trailer. Um, so back on to Fathers, and I'm so close to done. I mean, it's got like 70 episodes or 72 or something. I think I'm on like 60 now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you're in the home stretch. The end is in sight. But it was like I watched the last time I was up there. I watched um, It's Okay to Not Be Okay, and it ended on kind of like a a down note or something or a scary note or something. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to watch an episode of like two fathers before I go to bed. The happy cuteness. I mean, the one couple is starting to get together finally. And like, you're like, okay. And it's just a whole lot of like, they still haven't figured it out. And so it's all like their relatives going, yeah, you love each other. Just date already, you know, but so I'm like, okay, this is, we're at the perfect spot, right? So, of course, what do they do? Bio mom shows back up. Oh. This woman has abandoned her baby at birth, and now this baby is like six, seven, eight years old. And she shows up and goes, okay, I'm ready to be a mom now, so I'm going to take oh. her now. And I was like, son of a gun! Then <laughs> I had to like watch like three episodes to get like back to something cute. But it was just like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Of course, it's handy that one of the dads is a lawyer. So he's like, yeah, try me. Like, just just try and take my kid. Sure. So it's it's still good. It's still fun. But, like, 
it was not the light happy watch that I was looking for that night. Let me tell you. Um, I just finished watching C-drama Intense Love. I have no idea why it was called that because that had nothing to do. Like, that makes it sound like it's a really, like, Mac jangy thing or, a, you know. And it just wasn't. If you like light rom-coms about two adults who are super nice human beings who love each other and, like, work through their problems and trust each other, generally speaking, and, like, are willing to put in the effort that it takes to, like, make a relationship work and not buy the lies from the outside, this is the drama for you. Like, it's just, it's got a very Love O2O kind of a vibe as far as the main character goes, like, the main relationship. Like, just that sense that, like, every time you think it's going to, take that downturn and you're like, oh, here we go. And then they're like, no, nah, I didn't care that I got that like ugly note or weird video or whatever. I trust you. I think you're great. Like, it, you know, he's like, oh, are you jealous that that little girl likes me? And is and she's like, Psh, nah, I'm a woman. She's a girl. What have I got to be worried about? You love me? I'm good. Like, it's just like 20 episodes, 24 episodes of two people falling in love and having sexy adult times and enjoying each other's company. It was a delight start to finish. So I really enjoyed that one. Maybe, maybe it was um, the sexy adult times. That was the intense love part. Maybe, maybe that's <laughs> it. Like it's just, you're like, Oh, it's cute. Cause the, the idea is it's an arranged marriage, right? They were from childhood, their parents, they were engaged and then they actually happen to meet and start to fall for each other. And then they're like, oh, this is who my parents set me up with? Oh, oh, like, I'm okay with that. Okay, yes, this will work. And then, of course, the parents are like, what do you mean you're living together already? And they're like, like, from birth, guys. You you set us up from birth. Like, and now you're mad that we're living as roommates in the same house? Chill out. We're, like, 30 years old. It's, it's all fine. So, uh, yeah, so it was good. It ended, and I was like, Oh, what sea drama am I going to watch now? And there's one called um, Basket Love Ball. Uh, it's called Love of Summer Night on MDL. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to start that. But I didn't, like, get to the to the tablet in time to, like, click start. So it just, YouTube was just like, oh, well, you just finished watching this drama with this guy in it. So how about you start watching this drama. So it just started up Romance of Tiger and Rose. So I'm watching that because it started. <laughs> so whatever. How they get you. I don't know. We'll see if oh, I stick with it or We're not. We're already here. We're already yeah, here. Exactly. Might as well. It's cute. I'm curious where it's going to go. So it's kind of a, um, it's a sort of historical, like a, like a comedy historical. But it starts out with he's an actor in a historical and he gets into a fight with the the writer she's the writer of the show and she's like you left me all these notes and you're saying you don't like the character and that people don't act this way and he's like you've never dated before have you you have never been in love people don't act like this in a relationship go fig you know sort yourself out so she spends all night, like, working on her stuff, falls asleep, wakes up, and she's in her drama. And she's now the lead in her drama. And the lead is, like, very kick-ass. And it's a, it's the story of he's, like, 
the second son of some big kingdom city and she's the third daughter of some other city but in her city the women rule everything and in his city the men rule everything but he's only really useful for marriage as you know marriage fodder for combining the two kingdoms he's not very happy about it so he has to go live in her city where like the men have to walk, you know, 10 paces behind the women and the like, like just all these things where basically in the, like the first or second episode, he tries to poison her. She passes out. It doesn't take, but he's going to die. And she's like, oh, crap. She thinks he's the actor, too. Like she woke up in the story so it's probably this actor who's in the story, too. So she like doesn't want him to die. He hates it. She's trying to figure out how to be this, like, hardcore character and, like, figure it out. I don't know if they're going to wind up back in the present again at some point. And it's going to be the actor and the writer. Or if it's just a weird way that they decided to tell this story. I don't know. But it's kind of fun. It's kind of cute. It's good to have on in the kitchen while I'm cooking dinner. So (laughs) I'll probably stick with it for now anyway. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm watching Ingredients still. It's a Thai drama. It's like a Thai webtoon drama. Um, it's about a chef and a singer who are roommates and they cook something every week. And it's, uh, like a, uh, like a commercial basically for this Korean or Korean for this Taiwanese, uh, Thai. Oh my goodness. Language is hard for this Thai grocery store. And so the grocery store has like, they actually have like the cooking video online as well. And they post the recipes and they have English subs for everything. And the guy playing the chef is actually a chef as well as an actor. And the guy playing a singer is an actual singer with a beautiful voice as well as, you know, and they've actually acted in something else together as well. So it's kind of fun. It's cute. It's like, it's like 10 minutes every week, so you can slide it into your, you know. Yeah. And I'm watching a couple of Filipino web dramas as well. They're like COVID-themed ones. So, like, everything is through the web camera. Like, everything's shot through the web camera, and it's all, like, they meet online and stuff. So, the one is called Game Boys, and it's about a guy who's like a, like a Twitch streamer or something. And meets this guy that way. It's really light and fun and cute. Very flirty and adorable. The best friend uh, girl na- is a girl named Pearl. She's fantastic. She's apparently getting her own series as well later in the year. So I'm looking forward to that because her character is great. Um, the other one's called Hello Stranger. It just started a couple weeks ago. It's like the toned down more sort of low key version of it but it's like students I think college students who are at home and they you know have to do stuff online and the one guy Miko is like super smart and he gets uh put together for a project by their teacher with um the kind of dumb jock character who's gonna flunk out of the course if he doesn't pair up with somebody smart and sparks fly and things happen so it's very similar dynamic in the sense that both are um 
a sort of more shy, hasn't had a lot of love kid, and then a kid who has had relationships before, who is more outgoing, who's more flirtatious. They're different levels. They're definitely different characters, but it's, I like, I think I enjoy Game Boys more than Hello Stranger, but I am enjoying Hello Stranger. I don't like the choices they make film-wise in Hello Stranger. So Game Boy is all 100% through the web cameras. Um, Hello Stranger does that, but then they also utilize like side cameras that mm. is weird. So the, a lot of the scenes are just scenes like from the side of the person staring at something instead of seeing their face full on. So like, it's just, it's just a little awkward. It's weird. It looks often looks like the guy's like talking into his closet or something. And you're like, <laughs> uh, okay, I guess this is a weird choice, but sure, whatever. So, um, but the story itself is enjoyable. Oh, I also started, I started a Vietnamese drama on YouTube called SOL, Stage of Love. It's all right. It's awkward. It's, the sound editing's really, really bad in the first episode or two. Uh, The story itself is kind of cute. Guys who are going to act in a drama together. One of them's been in the school for a while. One of them's just joined the club. Um... It could be better. It's cute, but it could be better. Like it's, there's a lot of scenes that just go on and you're like, why, why are we doing this? Why are we talking for so long? And about with side characters that don't really matter to the plot and stuff. So it's okay. It's there. And I'll probably keep watching it just because it's on YouTube and it's easy and I'll see where it goes. But it's not something that I'm like every week thinking, ooh, I need ooh, new episode. I'm back. You know, like I'm just sort of like, yeah, okay, sure. It's frustrating because they don't have Vietnamese stuff on my drama list. So I'm like, mm. I keep going to put it on my list. And I'm like, so I don't remember it either. That's the thing. I go on my drama list to say like, oh, what should I be updating? And it's like not there. So I don't, and I'm not remembering it because it's not that memorable. Yeah. Cool. So that's been this episode of the Certified Nunas. Thank you for listening to us. If you would like to listen to us on other platforms, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, on YouTube, Apple, iTunes, CertifiedNunas.com, where you can find all the links. I'll put all the links to things. I also list all the shows that we talked about. So if you couldn't hear us and couldn't figure out the title and you're like, I want to listen to that or watch it. I'll, I'll put it there. Also, we are doing a really, really exciting thing. We are going to be on a podcast fest. It's called the KPSN Podcast Fest, and it will be happening on July 18th. There will be a link not only in the show notes on our website, but also put it on the Podbean website, and we've talked about it on Twitter. Uh, we are one of the – we will be having a live podcast recording. Uh, it will be a lot of fun because – we're crazy, especially when we're unedited. So <laughs> it could go anyways. The event is only $5. So really, I, I think it's going to be a really great event. And there's a lot of really cool people that are on the guest list. And we hope to see you there. You can also email us at certifiednunas at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.